Hey, hey, sisters, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today we have a special guest hailing from South Africa. Jennifer Lovemore is with us, and this wife of 32 years and mom to three grown kids has so much wisdom that she is sharing with us today. A good chunk of it is her motherhood testimony and how God shifted her motherhood mindset and her homemaking mindset. And uh, it is so good. But not just that, she leaves us with some really practical and tactical tips on how we too can make those shifts to put God at the forefront and the focus of our lives and our mothering, and how those very things can be the catalyst that help us raise kids that grow up still wanting to communicate with us. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so before we dive into today's episode, I have to have to have to remind you about I Am Mom. Our guest today on the podcast, Jennifer Lovemore, is actually one of the speakers at I Am Mom. And I know this podcast episode you're about to listen to is amazing. I know the share she is going to have in I Am Mom is going to be amazing. So what it is, it's 24 female Christian speakers from around the globe coming to share encouragement inspiration, God's truth, and practical tips into you as moms. It's a two-day online event completely free for you to attend. So register at I am dot mom or sorry, I am slash mom dot life. The link is in the show notes for completely free. You can register. There are door prizes and so much information being shared here. It's going to pour life into you, sister. So if you're a mom, a soon-to-be mom, a grandmom, a not-yet mom, so much more. If, if, if mom, spiritual mom, right, jump into this I am mom. No, there is a VIP option where you can upgrade. There are 
amazing VIP prizes. There's a VIP Q&A after party with the speakers. Uh, that's going to give you lifetime access to all the videos and so much more. So we will see you in I Am Mom on Monday. It's a Monday and Tuesday event. And oh, I'm so, so, so excited to see you there. Today, we are here with Jennifer Lovemore. She is a mentor mom that helps frazzled moms minimize chaos, stress, and overwhelm by focusing on the key aspects so they can find true fulfillment in their calling and the bigger purpose to their lives besides dishes and laundry. Can I get an amen? <laughs> She focuses on heart work and helps moms break free from generational wounds and false heart beliefs so they can walk in freedom. She has been married to Richard for 32 years and has three grown kids and is tuning in today from sunny South Africa where she lives. I think it's incredible that I think we are truly on opposite ends of the globe here. She's in South Africa. I'm in Alaska, but we're able to share this conversation and have such a similar mission. So thank you so much, Jennifer, for being here and sharing this conversation. Is there any more you'd like to add to that bio of yours? Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. It's really a privilege to be here and to speak to your audience. And yes, and it's so amazing that God can bring us together from such opposite ends of the earth. Um, I have lived in Canada for, for a couple of years, so I do know how far it is from where I am right now. <laughs> Um, other than that, I don't think I have anything more to add to my bio except just to, I think, give God glory for your wow, what he has done in my life. Um, you know, it's something that my husband often comments on because whenever I say, you, you know, you, you just can't believe what God has done for me and what he's done for my life. And then my husband's like, amen, amen, yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, that's what I'm you know, like. he had to live, he had to live with me and it wasn't always the best, the, the most pleasant experience. Ah. <laughs> uh. I have a very similar story. The, the kind of wife I used to be my, I'm, mm. I'm so grateful. God had my husband staying with me throughout all of that and totally a, a different person than when we met in every aspect of the form, you know? So I, mm. I hear you there. Um, one of the things that you had shared in your, um, before we were chatting was you know, kind of this journey of motherhood that you had of being a frazzled mom, um, you know, home was a mess, flying by the seat of your pants. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that, like early on in motherhood and what that was like for you and how you transitioned out of that? Because I think that's a place that a lot of moms find themselves in frazzled, mm -hmm. overwhelmed, living in the chaos, and it's difficult to see a way out. So will you share your testimony with us? Sure. Um, you know, I, I always considered myself a pretty conscientious person and pretty organized as well. But when I had my three kids, it kind of just all got on top of me. And I, I just began to feel more and more overwhelmed. It was because I, I lived, like I said, by the seat of my pants, and I didn't plan anything. I just, I just, you know, I allowed life to grab hold of me and gra drag me around by the scruff of the neck. And so I wasn't intentional about anything. I didn't plan my meals. I didn't think ahead at all because that wasn't convenient for me. I didn't like being able to be ha having to think ahead. You know, that didn't come naturally to me because I'm a creative, airy, fairy, a little bit on the arty side. So planning was just, ugh, I didn't enjoy it at all. And 
but the results of that were not were not good at all because I was I was, I literally got to the edge of feeling like I'm going to lose my mind. I am going to go insane. Something is going to snap inside my brain and I'm going to be gone. <laughs> it was a very scary place. And that is where where I said, Lord, you've got to do something. Just do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes to bring change to my life because I I can't carry on like this. Something bad is going to happen to me. And that it was then that God came in and began to show me step by step. It wasn't an, an overnight fix where he said, you know, all of these things are the things that you have to fix. He came, he just came in slowly and showed me step by step, you know, instead of leaving your laundry to pile up on your, on the spare room bed for days and for a week at a time. And then you've got this heap of, of unfolded clothes that you have to deal with, deal with them every day, little attentions often do those dishes every day, sweep the floor every day, instead of leaving pick up the toys every day. Um, do those small little things that that all contribute to overwhelm so he began to work on my character as well like I was too passive and allowing life to to just drag me around he he, he led me to become more intentional about my life and to plan like I said so instead of standing in front of the grocery cupboard or in front of the fridge and saying I don't know what to make for lunch um and then I'm, you know, I've got an hour before lunch and I'm, I'm getting really irritated and because I'm irritated or frustrated or under pressure because I've, I haven't got the meal planned, I start being irrit irritable with my kids and I snap at them and, and they had nothing to do with this, with this problem. It was me. And God began to point out to me, you know, the problems you're having with your kids actually begin with you. You are the one that needs to get yourself together. You are the one that needs to be more organized. You are the one that needs to discipline and train them better instead of just leaving them. Um, and so it was it was a hard thing to see. Wow, I'm actually messing up big time. <laughs> but I took it. It was like I was desperate enough to take it. And it was, okay, Lord, just help me do whatever it is that I need to do. Just help me to do it. And then also part of that whole picture was for me, I began at the same time, I began a journey of healing from emotional abuse that I had received from my mom and emotional, spiritual abuse that was very sort of subtle. And it kept me trapped in feeling responsible for other people's feelings and and not being able to think for myself because she had dominated me and and done my thinking for me and so that just helped me helped me fall apart if I could say it that way and so God began to work on that as well and show me you know these are the things you need to heal from these are the new things that you, you need to change stop being a people pleaser stop being afraid to say no start thinking for yourself instead of allowing other people to do your thinking for you and you know being you know keep keep your home neat and orderly have your schedule plan your life um, value the work that you do as a mom instead of thinking you know some people well when people used to say to me oh and what do you do I would often say uh, I'm just a mom mm. until I started realizing what am I saying I'm just a mom I'm not just a mom. I am a mom. It's one of the most important jobs a woman can do is to be a mom. And so I began to treat my role as mom. I began to treat it like my business, like a, it, it's my career. So I studied parenting. I I learned, I read books. I, back in those days, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have podcasts. We didn't have 
basically much of anything. We had books that we could read and, and that was about it and, and cassette tapes, if anybody remembers what those are. Um, <laughs> Not the young ones. You know, just back in the dark ages. So, you know, I began to educate myself and I, and I treated it with the importance that it deserves and changed my mindset about what I do. And, and as a result of that, I began to feel more fulfilled because I was putting effort in, I was learning, I was educating myself and, and seeing this, seeing what I do as valuable and important and changing my viewpoint on it really helped me to, to, as my husband loves to say, apply my mind. And when we apply ourselves and we apply our minds, we will get results. And so Yes, God began to do that work, that huge work of, of just be basically working on me and growing me as a person um, to become the mom and the woman and the wife that he wanted me to be. So yes, it's been a journey and I would say I'm still on that journey because I'm still, I'm still learning and I'm still growing every day. And it's, 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 it's a very exciting journey. I, you know, it's, I look back on it with, Wow, you know, it's been amazing. It really has been amazing. The personal growth. I love that. And I hear you. Like we're we're never have arrived. And I want the listeners to hear that clearly, you know, as as a mom of adult children now, <laughs> Jennifer mm -hmm. is, you know, and I'm I'm still a mom with littles. I'm still learning just because we're here on a podcast or have courses or coaching or programs to to walk alongside people doesn't mean we're perfect. It doesn't mean we've arrived, but it means we have an arsenal of tools and God mm -hmm. has walked us down an incredible journey. And we just have a heart for sharing that. So other moms don't have to be stuck in the frazzled mom, overwhelmed mom state. Right. Mm -hmm. right. I love, love, love what you shared there at the end about, about putting an effort in, changing your mindset, valuing your work, seeing it as your career. And, um, you know, your take, we, we talked about that before we hit record too, just that motherhood, you had said motherhood is often seen as second grade, you know, this whole, mm -hmm. I'm just a mom, mm -hmm. but you've learned that if you apply your mind, it can be the most satisfying job and calling of all. And I do believe it is so incredibly important because, our children are the next generation. They're going to raise mm -hmm. up, you know, we're raising them up to be adults and leaders and workers for the kingdom. And mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, for the world, it, it's for the kingdom, it's eternal impact. And the value of a mother is unmatched, right? You can't even, I've seen all the posts or, you know, whatever statistics out there, if for a stay at home mom, you know, if, if the husband had to pay for a chef and a babysitter and a chauffeur and, you know, all the things like mm -hmm. it's a lot of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, but mm -hmm. the nurturing and the connection and the discipleship and the training and, you know, so much goes into motherhood. And so I, I want the listeners to hear that too. Motherhood is so, so valuable. And I love mm -hmm. this mindset shift that you talked about treating it as your career and, and taking it seriously, investing your time and your energy into being the best at that you can and mm -hmm. reading books. And, and now, you know, there's the internet and there's courses and there's coaches and 
and so many others that can come alongside you and, and partner with you in the most valuable work that you can do on this planet. Mm -hmm. I see people all the time investing in their businesses, you know, to Mm -hmm. make, you know, more money or sign more clients or whatever else. And I'm like, man, motherhood, if more people invested in their motherhood and treated their motherhood like a career, like you had just said, took it seriously and, um, and really backed up their heart for that with intention, the world Mm -hmm. would change. I truly Mm -hmm. believe the world would change. The kingdom would Mm -hmm. change. Um, and so I love, love, love that you had shared that. Is there anything more that you want to add to kind of that topic? Because I think it's, it's one I don't hear people talk about often. You know, just thinking as you were speaking, I was thinking that um, in our in our parenting course, our practical intentional parenting course that we do, my husband and I talk about making your making your children your business, making treating your home and your career um, and your parenting like a business. So how do you do that? How do you treat? What do you do for a business? You set goals. You plan. You you know you have an aim. You know where you're headed towards. You know you you t- you evaluate. You change things up because that's not working and it's not bringing in income or it's not bringing the results you hoped for. So what is what is going to work? You study. You learn. You grow. You you constantly setting those goals and evaluating and seeing if you're achieving what you're wanting to achieve. And so part of our course is helping parents set those goals. What do you want for your family? What kind of kids do you want? Because like Stephen Covey says, begin with the end of in mind, you know? So what are you doing today to achieve those kind of children that you want one day in the future? And so often uh, parents get to the, you know, the, the kids get to teenage years and then um, they, they, the parents are like, well, I don't know what happened. The kids have just gone, well, we were laying that foundation all those years when they were young. We were setting the tone. We were, we, we, we were establishing their direction. And if we didn't have goals and knew what we were aiming for, then we're simply going to drift along and, and do whatever we feel like, which is usually whatever's convenient. And, and we're not going to put in the effort to get the results we're hopeful. So treating it like a business is that it's like setting those goals. It's, it's evaluating, it's, it's having family meetings. It's having a husband and wife meeting and, and regular meeting and saying, you know, what is it that we want for our kids? Where do we need to work on? What areas do we need to, to tweak and change and, and adapt so that we can have the kind of kids that we that we are wanting to have and that God wants us to have. Yes and amen. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, so good, so good. I'm so glad that that we're having this conversation because I think it's really, really important. And and what you had said about the teenage years, I was a horrifying teenager, I'm sure, for my parents. Like I found this is a couple of months ago. It was hilarious. I was going through an old box of stuff and I found a journal from when I was like 16 years old and mm-hmm. I was reading it and I was just like dying laughing, but also like in embarrassment because I was like, seriously, those were my thoughts at the time and the things I had wrote about my parents and just my, my thought processes and everything. And so I think that's partially what contributes to, um, to me being slightly terrified of teenagers 
Mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. when I'm around teenagers or, or whatever, it's like, it's definitely not my area of, of calling to mentor teenagers because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I read a post or, you know, some statistics somewhere that you raise your teenagers between two and 12. Exactly. And I, I felt so much freedom and peace when I read that. Cause I'm like, I love the mm-hmm. baby stage. I love the toddlers, you know, I love kids growing up and just watching them learn and grow. But um, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do when my kids become teenagers. And now I know it, it starts now with what I'm doing, mm-hmm. how I'm investing my time, the relationships that we have, discipling them, you know, training them up in the way that they should go. And, and like you're saying, where's exactly. the direction that we want to go? What do we want mm-hmm. to achieve in, in working mm-hmm. backwards? How do we get there? And, um, mm-hmm. and so I love everything that you're saying. This is so, so good. Um, I know you, So I, I always say, sorry, I'm just butting in here. No, go ahead. I always say your the teen years are your reaping years. Mm-hmm. You reap what you've sowed yeah. in the early years. And if you're investing in yourself in those early years and you, you're focusing on connection and proper discipline and training, and I'm not talking about beating them or anything like that. I'm just right. talking about, you know, consistency and connection and, and all of that, um, you will reap. In fact, for me, the teen years were the best with my kids. They were the best. I loved the teen years. That is so and, encouraging to hear. Um, yeah, you know, and my kids are all in their t- mid-20s, late-20s now. And we have such a great relationship with them, with each one of them. They've been open. They talk to us. You know, they come to us for advice, and they've been like that all along. It's never been a case of they went completely okay. They made choices that I was like, no, don't do that. I didn't train you to, you know, I didn't raise you to do that and make that kind of choice. But we have to remember we're not raising ma- machines or or robots. We're raising people with a mind and a choice of their own. So we, you know, we had to learn to let go and say. You, your choices are your choices and but in spite of all of that and in spite of them making those choices sometimes that we didn't agree with our lines of communication always stayed open even when our son was going completely at one point going completely against uh, some principles that we had instilled in him we still we still chatted to him once a week we still were open and we never condemned or you know, wrote him off because he had gone in another direction. We we kept those lines of communication open and he came back and, and you know, got his life on track. And yeah, those, we have a great relationship with our kids. And I just love that, um, you know, God rewards when we put in the effort, when we put in and, and treat it like with the, with the, the value it has god does come through for us but it's it's also you know it's also about getting on your knees Mm. and saying lord what do you want me to do show me how to raise my kids and then it's also means doing that doing those things that things that god teaches us and that means very often we will have to go against what everyone else is doing because god's ways are not man's ways (laughs) And so, you know, we had people saying to us, oh, we really love how your kids 
are you know we we this you could take them anywhere you know they they're amazing but uh we don't like your methods and I'm not saying our methods were, you know, beat them up and lock them in a room all day. And that, but that, that was the furthest thing from it. But it was more, how can I say, like, uh, possibly restrictive or stricter than the average person would, would, mm-hmm. you know, raise their kids. And I'm not saying strict as in, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that, you're not allowed to do the next thing. And we are, you know, we we made sure that we were maintaining that connection always that connection with our kids so that our rules would be seen as love and not as restriction yeah it's a huge topic (laughs) parenting is a huge topic and like I say we have a whole six-week course that we do on it because it's it's just big but yes it it is it, it does have its amazing rewards when we when we put the efforts in Yes. Oh, I love it. And I love that you had mentioned about being strict and like you're saying, investing and leaning in my husband and I have been doing, you know, parenting Bible studies and just leaning into God's word and, um, and, and seeking out more information, coaching about parenting mm-hmm. and, and just trying to help ourselves be better. And I think that's a common theme that I find throughout mm-hmm. a lot of it is being strict. And I, and I don't, like you're saying, it's not like, you know, beating your kids or anything like that. Um, but, but I often find grown adult, when adult children weigh in about their parents and they have open lines of communication and good relationship and their children are, um, you know, loving and serving and walking with the Lord, they would always say, yeah, I would say my parents were strict, but I think it's just, it's being firm. It's being consistent. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, and it is, it's having rules in place for a reason, which I think goes back to that family planning. You know, it's like, where are we mm-hmm. trying to go? What are we trying to achieve? What is the result that we're working for here and how do we work backwards? And so, mm-hmm. um, I also love this, uh, what you had pointed out, because it was going to be one of my questions, like what would be your advice to moms who are in that frazzled state or, you know, that flying by the seat of their pants overwhelmed, what would you say to them to, to be able to move forward? And, and you did answer that question. You said, it's about getting on your knees and asking God, you know, how do I move forward? What do I need to do? And, and be willing to, fall in line with submit obey what he's directing you to do even if that looks different than the world and that Mm -hmm. is that is more than okay that is a good good thing and so thank you for sharing that that as well that would have been my answer if you had asked me that like if you think about you asking me that question directly that would have been my answer get on your knees and ask God to show you because for each one of us it's going to be different Mm -hmm. for me I had to begin with getting the dishes done in my sink and stop piling up the laundry on the bed Mm-hmm. And then start training my children. But for someone else, it may need, it may be something completely different. And so mm-hmm. each one, God has an individual plan for each one of us. And he knows exactly where we need to begin to reduce our overwhelm. And so that we can live from a place of rest and, and raise our children from a place of rest and manage our homes from a place of rest instead of stress and anxiety and frazzle and overwhelm. And which always translates into irritation and impatience with our kids. Um, that was my experience. And and again, that's why I say it all begins with me as the parent. Yeah. I need to do the work on myself, but that's the bottom line. I need to work on myself. 
so good man I feel like we could have this <laughs> we could definitely keep this conversation going because like you said <laughs> parenting it's such a big topic but I know mm -hmm. you have you have systems in place for that too and so um you've got that the parenting program that you mentioned you've got another program you're on social media tell us a little bit more about where people can find you to connect if they wanted um more information on all of this Okay, so I am on Instagram as growing underscore moms. Um, and I'm, I'm a bit more active there lately than I have been in the past. I also have a website, um, www.lovemoretolive.com, where I post regularly um, about parenting, emotional healing, spiritual growth, and just your personal growth as well. And then I have a Facebook group called Personal Growth for Christian Moms, where we interact and just share and uh, put our prayer requests on and, you know, just it's it's meant for support and and helping a place of sharing and support for, for moms who are trying to grow personally and who want to grow and become better at what they do as a person, you know, not just as a mom, because just insert here, very often we as moms, we lose ourselves. Mm. And I want us not to forget that we are a person in individual outside of being a mom as well. So, you know, we need to grow as a whole and to be balanced. Um, so yes, I also have the Frazzle to Fulfilled program, which is which will be opening again in August, um, because it's a six month program, where we work on all these things of growing personally of, of your planning and your schedule and your relationship with God and and all the things that contribute to feeling frazzled and, and overcoming that. And then, like I said, we have the PIP course, the practical, practical intentional parenting that's beginning in, at the end of April. So if anybody's interested in that, I do also have one other thing, um, two other things, actually, I'm launching my podcast soon, uh, called the growing moms podcast. I'm very excited about that. That's a new venture for me. I'm still trying to figure out the tech of it, but yes, I'm getting there. Um, and then the last thing is, is that I have a free productivity guide, 33 ways to increase productivity. I'm, I'm one of those productivity geeks. I love pr productivity. I love getting stuff done. I love checking things off my list, but I've also had to learn that productivity isn't just about getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. It can also be about resting and going slower and doing less. So that is also part of my productivity um, freebie. So if, uh, I'll give you the link for that and we can include it in the show notes if that's what you'd like to do. So it's it's all about learning to work from rest instead of to rest and just becoming the person that God wants you to be. And it begins with, here's my bottom line, begins with giving God permission to be Lord of your life. Sur surrendering yourself entirely to him so that he can be in charge and begin the work in you to grow you as a woman a wife and a mom and make you the person he wants you to be and so allowing him to to do that work wherever he decides it needs to begin because like i said for e each one of us is going to be slightly different so good giving god permission to be the lord of your life I will most certainly drop all of Jennifer's links in the show notes. So you guys can just scroll down and quickly click on those to connect with her. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here and sharing this conversation with me today. I know it is going to bless the listeners 
and um, God bless you for what you have put together and being obedient to him and coming here to share with us. Thanks so much for having me.